You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if you told it. Mm -hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Good day. This is the movie show. On Active FM. The movie show. Yeah. I'm Sesh. And my name's Ryan. And today we are discussing the fifth collaboration between Guy Ritchie and Jason Statham. Oh, is it the fifth one? It is the fifth of one. Of course it is. Mm -hmm. Last time we did the fourth one, which was Wrath of Man. And then we just jumped straight on to the fifth. They really made this movie quick. No, I'm joking. We just making, hadn't done Wrath of Man Making this yet. number five, yeah. <laughs> so this was, this was actually done filming. It had already wrapped filming by the time um, Wrath of Man's, like, you know all the interviews and all of that yeah, was yeah, being yeah, done because yeah. jason actually said to the person that was interviewing him we've already actually wrapped filming on the next film so um this film's been done for a while yep yeah moving along quite quite swiftly mm -hmm. there we go i'm sure that's what it was yeah no filming's done already for the next oh next one. Oh, so tell us about the, i'm not sharing that one with you yeah. guys. <laughs> and then that was it so the film is titled operation fortune and then it's got a like continued title which basically if you translate it it's a french military idiom that's that's translated means ruse of war or literally so like a literal like direct translation means war cunning or combat trickery so this film is actually a it's a spy comedy they they say american but it can't be american american spy action comedy film well, it's got an American actor act, who's, act, who's an actor. It's got two American actors. Because it wasn't... No, I'm the, saying in the story there's an American actor. Is that, but they can't classify that as American. I feel so. like this person's wrong. Because like they would... Uh, okay, I remember two American people in the film. Was Mike American? No, he was British, right? It's, an, it's, it's not an American spy comedy. We are changing it. It is a spy comedy, full stop. Oh, okay. There we go. Because it doesn't make sense, yeah. right? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, now. yeah. So it's a, it's a spy right. comedy film directed, obviously, by Guy Ritchie. Um, he also wrote it along with, I think, two or three other people. Yeah. So if you want a synopsis of this entire film, this is it. You have super spy Orson Fortune, played by Jason Statham. And some explosions. And his team. And of some top high, operatives and high tech, some cool high tech stuff. You know, you're like ruining my beautiful paragraph. There. Oh, 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 oh. Um, okay, it's not a paragraph. It's more of a mine's in brackets. There, okay, yes. Within you, your, yes, okay, yeah. like the like the amplified Bible version. You're just okay. So, and his team Wait, of top operatives. Stories of Jesus. The, you know the amplified Bible. Uh, <laughs> I was throwing brackets in there. Yes, I know. Okay. So they they, they recruit. Okay, let me start again. Right. So you have. Orson Fortune, played by Jason Statham, and his team of top operatives recruit Hollywood's biggest movie star, Danny Francesco, to help them on an undercover mission to stop billionaire arms broker Greg Simmons, played by Hugh Grant, from selling a deadly new weapons technology that threatens to disrupt the world order. That is what the film is Releasing about. in cinemas. Released. 13 January nah. 2023. <laughs> I must be honest, the one thing I enjoyed. In Turkey. 
Yeah, <clears throat> in Turkey. The one thing I enjoyed about this film was that they literally got an actor or they blackmailed an actor into acting as himself so that they could do a mission. Oh, well, that's what he said. Yeah. He was like, I'm Danny, plain as Danny. And he was like panicking and freaking out. Yeah. And he's like this hectic action, you know, packed, like it's the equivalent of Bruce Willis being hired as an undercover agent and he can't do anything. Yeah. That literally was the, the case. Did you find Hugh Grant's acting different in this one? <gasps> Hugh Grant's acting was very good. I found him way different in this one. But he did remind me of the gentleman in a way. Yeah. But the gentleman, well, it was a little bit of a different character. But yeah, the only thing I didn't enjoy about his character was the gay he was undercover a lot, things. He was a lot more like confident and like he just pushed forward in yeah. his character. There was no holding back. He, yeah. he, he like He literally like drove the scenes that he was in yeah for me hugh grant's acting has definitely improved over the years mm. i can honestly say that like his later performances while i was watching him, i was still trying to picture him back in like some some of his younger films like, like notting hill yeah no it really can't can't do it i even so i was i was listening I was watching behind the scenes and the one they were showing was where he's on the boat and he's speaking to Danny and Audrey and um, he's speaking and my mom couldn't see my screen and I said to her, who is this? Because obviously like she grew up with Hugh Grant, you know, like the films when she was younger, yeah. he was in all the rom-coms yeah, and she didn't know. And when I said Hugh Grant, she was like, what? So he's definitely, yeah. He, he definitely does a good job. This is obviously, I think it's the second time he's collaborated with Guy Ritchie. The first being The, Gentle, the Gentleman, which in my opinion is still my top Guy Ritchie film, is The Gentleman. Yeah, in fact, we said that it was like all his films in his career. Led. That was like a mountaintop and then The Gentleman was like the tip, top of the mountain. And now the mountain is nah. descending. <laughs> Shame this film wasn't... It wasn't bad. It was good, but it was... Can I tell you, though, I think I, I think I put my finger on the nail. Is that the saying? Yeah. Well, I put you, my finger on the... No, you hit the nail on the head. Hit the nail on the head. Put, put my finger on the spot. Yeah. Whatever that saying is. Right. So I was watching an interview with Jason, and he was busy saying that with Guy... Filming with guys is a lot different to filming with a lot of other directors because in a way he's like you almost feel like you're doing a like a student film project. It's 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 on but on a greater scale. The reason he's saying is so that guy is a very spontaneous director. So literally he'll have planned um this for today and literally will arrive on set and will change all of your lines, will change the scene completely and run with it. And he said like he he was cool with it because his character also didn't have like a lot of lines, but like that really for someone like Hugh Grant, whose character was so precise and obviously, you know, as an actor you get used to the scenes, you rehearse the scenes, you be you you have your favorite scene, you figure out what you're gonna do in the scene and then the director shows up and he's like we're not doing that we're doing this and you're like uh, 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 so obviously like that i think almost and all the preparation goes yeah up that's the problem it's like you've prepped. so do you so do you even prepare then i think you, you just do say to, to a degree i know today we're recording the car scene and the car chase I think it's good to prepare though because then you you know your character and you're able then to now react because that's actually that's the art of acting it's that you know a character so well that it doesn't matter what hits you you'll be able to respond in that character and not as yourself so mm. it's also the greatest challenge when it comes to acting is when you when like there's a moment for imp 
improv are you responding the way the character would respond or are you responding the way you would respond yeah. type of thing mm. so like that's always a challenge for an actor mm. but i know that um even so prepare like, so yeah no be prepared prepare yourself as the actor yeah and be- obviously know which lines you got to say but think more yeah prepare your, your character yeah so that it doesn't matter what position you're put in you're able to respond, you're going to respond and yes. yeah and then also like um with the fight sequences and that like most films will be highly choreographed rehearsed practiced guy Ritchie's more of like an organic like all right let's just this is the scene well do it, it feels more organic yeah no it does it's not so much ninja style it's no. more real like real life real fighting yeah the only thing that jason did say was when they started the script was a mess and i personally feel like the 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 film could have been better and i think it was the fact that the script wasn't because like if you're dealing with an a, a script that's like a mess yes you can fix it obviously and obviously that's what guy does is you're like that's probably why he doesn't stick to the script as well because you know there's there's like yeah on set we'll fix We'll fix it or like on set we'll add a character i mean we spoke mm. about that in wrath of man literally the script was done and um the actor and he actually was in this one as well it's uh josh harnett came and said i want to be in the movie and so guy put him in the movie after the script had been written so like he obviously isn't very like whereas quentin tarantino is i've written the script for nine years don't you dare leave a full stop out type of thing mm. guy which is more like yeah, nah, nah, nah. but i do think that it affected this film slightly yeah i didn't i didn't feel anything special about the film i felt like mm. it, i watched the movie there were really cool moments so like the start of the film was insane uh, with the footsteps cool. and everything yeah. going in line that was brilliant that yeah. was insane i really enjoyed that i also enjoyed there was that scene at the end where jason's um he's on the ground and he's you know he's busy taking out guards as he's making his way up to the the whatever that those headquarter buildings were uh, yeah. and there was that camera that was like on the gun mm. do you know you know which mm. sh- those there was a couple of shots where they took it from that and that was i was like that is so cool that like for me that i really enjoyed that yeah um and then obviously the concept in itself to get this movie star to play himself because the the main antagonist in the film or the bad guy that's his favorite actor like that's smart do you said but like yeah from like an overall for me the gentleman was a way better film and i think the gentleman's script was down to a t if you understand what i'm saying even snatch i feel like snatch that script was down to a t as well because like snatch Mm. just it fits together perfectly like everything was just like it was beautiful you know yeah yeah but now this film was actually delayed now ryan why do you think this film was delayed um uh, country shutdowns no 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 uh maybe it's um Load shedding? <laughs> no. For those that don't know what load shedding is in South Africa, load shedding is known huh. as them taking your power away for said amount of hours. Anyway, so you know most films. The, why, were, why were most <laughs> films like delayed? It was the COVID pandemic, right? No. Like a lot of films was like, you know, they, they pushed it out because of whatever. Film stock. No, out of film stock. <laughs> this film was pushed out not because of the COVID pandemic, but it's a very funny reason. Because the antagonist of this film happens to be Ukrainian. (laughs) And 
when the film was supposed to be released, Russia and Ukraine had just started war with each other. Not funny. And the producer was like, guys, I don't think it's a good idea to to release a film where the antagonist is a Ukrainian. And so um, they did not release it in the year 2022. Yeah. Instead, it was released now 2020, 20, 2023, despite the war ongoing. But I was just like, really? Really, guys? Really? Like... Really? Yeah. Definitely. So that's literally wrong timing. I wonder I wonder I if they would have gotten backlash. I, I was actually thinking about that. No, well, yeah, actually. They yeah. probably would have gotten backlash. Because a lot of people were for for Ukraine, for yeah. Ukraine. So maybe it was a better thing because I don't think it was intentional. Mm. I just think they were like, "Okay, guys, let's think of the antagonist. What is he?" Um what well, we've done Italian, you know. I was still thinking we've done to Russian. Myself. Why did they do Ukraine? Like out of all the countries, I suppose. I, I suppose why not? Eh? Yeah, like to be different. Like why not? But they could have made it Russian. Then they would, yeah. But I feel like release that film. A lot of a lot of films have had the Russians as antagonists, and that was due to the Cold War. Exactly. So, it worked but back but then. But the poor Russians, Ryan. What about the Russians? What about the Ukrainians? What about everyone else? They should have been aliens. Oh, uh, what? No, they would have just been weird. Nobody would have stood for that one. <laughs> Although Hugh Grant was working mm. with Ukrainians. Giant flies. Yeah. But then Hugh Grant Different didn't species. turn out technically to be the like main antagonist. He just no. happened to be the broker. No, I like the way he was like, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Wow. <laughs> you know, type of thing. I also feel uh, like, so obviously whatever, there was that thing that got stolen in the beginning. Yeah. I personally cannot tell you what it was exactly. Was it? Are you talking about the case? Yeah, was it like... With the hard drive in it? Yes, did it just like launch nuclear missiles or whatever? Uh, it was information. Yeah, it was information for that There weapon. was a... No, but they didn't actually ever tell you. It was you. data. Yeah, it was kind of like data that they needed. And no, it wasn't. Because, because Hugh Grant sold that to the Ukrainians. Mm. And then they were still like, what? At the end, they were like, you didn't do your job. And he was like, correction, I did do my job. You hired me to deliver the box. Mm. I've delivered the box. You see? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but still. I, I think that the problem was the, the scripts at the end. As in not, so it was a good film. I'm not going to bash it. I'm not going to say it was terrible. Um, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't the best either. This okay. is not, it's not Guy Ritchie's best film, personally. Um that's yeah i didn't feel like i was watching a piece of art i didn't feel like i was just like oh okay yeah like great film i actually happened to watch mm. it in three parts just because yeah you know when you just have to like stop it and yeah and there wasn't like the fact that i could stop it yeah yeah like you know how last week you said with well, that's of what Man, i was saying yeah you mm. like couldn't stop it you were like i'm not gonna watch the full thing and then you're like you watch the full th yeah so this one yeah, personally, was not his his greatest. Yeah, gentleman, definitely. I'd go watch the mm. gentleman again. Jason actually was. I'm um, talking about the gentleman because obviously Hugh Grant was in it, yeah. and he was like, "I wish I was in that film." Unfortunately, I wasn't, but he actually said, "I wish I was in that film." Yeah, and that film was brilliant. But mm. for me, a film like that, you have to have good actors. Yes, you obviously have to have a good director. Yeah. Yes, but the script is important you know if mm. if any area is lacking it, it ends up affecting i feel like hugh grant is like um 
What is the kid from uh, from man? What is that movie again with Voldemort? Harry Potter. With Harry Potter, you know Harry Potter, the actor. Yeah. So like he was like a kid, and he was like all in like his innocent movie and all of that stuff. Hugh Grant was also there, and now like he makes such a brilliant like bad guy. Bad guy, yeah. But like in a weird way, not not in the like wow, he's so evil, I hate him. Like like in a yeah. weird way. Yes, because he's never the villain. In quite a weird yeah. depth kind of strange way, and it's the same with Hugh Grant. You kind of like you like like him, <laughs> but. <laughs> Oddly, you're like, yeah. this dude is evil. Yeah, but I, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like especially that part where, like, he's by the car. And he's like, did you dream of it? <laughs> did you, <laughs> did you go home wanting it? <laughs> did you go home wishing no, for he, it? No, he was very weird. Did you go home? Did you? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, Gary, this is getting creepy. And he's like, well, guess what? It's yours. But before that, let's go to yeah. <laughs> like, like, so. But I did enjoy how what they did at the end was so Hugh Grant obviously speaks to the Ukrainians. Mm. And then he like bombs up all their satellites and he's like, yeah. and then he leaves. And then they, they took that and then, because obviously Danny Francesco's in the film business, mm. so they made that into a film. And then they, in the, in the end credits, if you watch, it comes up and they actually show you that scene where he's acting as Hugh Grant. And yeah, the only thing I didn't like is they obviously made them get together in the end. Right. She was like, really? Really? Yeah. But Jason was very good. Mm. I must say, I enjoyed Jason. There was a different part of him. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I his acting. He wasn't all like, like, like dark and yes, like which he, bad. he often is. There was more like a very normal human there was side a, to him. There was a comedic side yeah. to him, even which I, yeah. I actually enjoyed his acting <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His acting was very good. Collect the phone and and the something something like the guy at the bottom of the. Whatever that dropped to the bottom is like that's not da da da. Then the bad guy <laughs> really comes and <laughs> that is what was his name? Whatever mm. his name was. Mm. Yeah, but that. even if you look in there, like like the way that his posture was, like he he wasn't all like bad and yeah, like he just, like he was out of breath. And yes. So there was a lot more yeah. of a. And then the other person I really enjoyed was um, uh, Carrie. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's because it's him, Carrie Al Alwis. Who played Nathan Jasmine, who was the the head dude of the team, and he, he do you know what I'm talking about? the blonde guy. Uh, he yeah. was the head of of yeah. he of he basically contracted Jason, paid him, worked. Mm. So Jason worked for him in the film. Yeah. He was also very good. His acting mm. was very very good. I thoroughly enjoyed his acting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So and even the relationship between him and all the guys. Yeah. He was like, you killed someone. He's like, listen, don't worry about it. Just eat your soup, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Uh, for me, the, the the chick, so Aubrey Plaza, um, she's played by Sarah Where do Fidel. we know her? From? I've seen her all over the place. I personally have never seen her before, but when I searched her filmography, it's very big. She's no. been in a lot of, but like comedies. Yes. I personally was I not the biggest it. fan of her. Um, I felt like she brought a... Like a dirty element to the film. I don't know if you... like. And apparently a lot of the lines that she said were her own. But I felt like uh, she... Like this film was... The dialogue well, was... yeah. She's a comedian. And often comedians mm. can go in that direction to try and be funny. And you're just like... 
Really? Yeah, true. Yeah. The one part that was funny was when she told him that the front door is clear and then he comes out and there's two guards and he like kills them or whatever. Cool, the back. Yes. And then she's like, the he's like, I thought you said the front was clear. She's like, um, generally people don't have their pool at the in their front yard. Yeah. And then he was like, oh. So that part was funny. Mm. But otherwise I was just like, yeah. So, Yeah. But I'm very interested because he's got another film coming out later this year and I'm I'm interested to to see that one. But honestly, so far, my top Guy Ritchie films would be The Gentleman, number one. Snatch, I think, would be number two or three. And then I did enjoy King Arthur. Oh no, but then there's the Sherlock Holmes films. We forgot about those. Yeah, true. Oh, Okay, those are those are like in a, a category of their own, I'd say. Yeah. Ryan, you? Um hmm. Yeah, the gentleman. Gentleman, top. Right there. Funny enough, Ryan's just searched uh, his films. The the three films that show up first is The Gentleman, then it's Operation Fortune, but I feel like that's just because it came out like now. And then the third film is Snatch. Yeah, and none of us really liked Aladdin. It was okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a live action remake, I suppose it wasn't too bad, but. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> Seen it before. Yeah. But I also did enjoy. Oh, and The Man from Uncle. That was also a very good film. It was a good film. I enjoyed The Man from Uncle. That was also very different. So you're probably looking at the top five films. Yeah. The Gentleman. Snatch. Op- uh, snatch. Yeah, I I'd put Snatch. Yeah, not Operation Fortune. Rother Man. The Man from Man Uncle. From Uncle. And I, I did enjoy King Arthur. Personally, I would is like it? to put... Uh, yeah. But then there's also Sherlock. Sherlock Holmes is there. No, that's in why spirit. No, no, that's why I said it's a whole... Okay, yeah. So we're putting Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I am sad that it's the third obvious. Sherlock Holmes never came out. I don't know if they... Hopefully they will. Mm. But I don't think they will. I am sad that that didn't happen because I enjoyed mm. the Sherlock Holmes films. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So this has been, I don't think it's the end of our Guy Ritchie marathon because we still have films like Revolver. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, for now. Until then. Yeah. This has been the movie show. On. Active FM. The movie. Show. I'm Sash. My name is Ryan. Peace out. Radio has never been better, baby. This is Active FM. Go to www.activefm.co.za for more.